Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. God bless you. The Lord's favor, uh, grace, and blessing uh, be upon all of you. Uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. All right, I want to talk to you today about forcing your pastors to conduct deliverance. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I have a pet peeve, and I'm on. I'm going to rant today, and I'm not going to be on long. Uh, but I am frustrated because right now in my home, right now the house is dark, uh, meaning that all the lights in the house are off. Everyone is in bed. Uh, we're all kind of recovering from yesterday's uh, splurge of food and family and fun. And so if you're like us, the Pagani home, we're all literally laying down watching TV and we're enjoying enjoying a great time of just resting um, and, and about to just literally fall asleep. All right. Now, here's the issue. My phone rang. My phone rang. Um, and on the other line of the phone was someone pulling for deliverance. And I don't know this person. I actually don't know how they found my phone. Um, and I tried to encourage the person saying, hey, listen, we're all in bed. Uh, we're all tired. Uh, we're looking to get some rest. And unfortunately, the person just did not care. All right. Now, I get it. I'm not angry. Um, at the person uh, looking uh, to get a breakthrough. We find it all throughout the Bible. The people that, the four men that broke through the roof, the woman with the issue of blood. I get it. You do what you got to do to get your breakthrough. Here's the issue is, is that this person lives about maybe five states over and they were expressing their need to even make an emergency flight to come on out even tomorrow. And I just flat out told them, I said, listen, man, I'm resting this weekend. I don't feel like casting out demons and I don't probably think I'm even anointed to do it this weekend because I'm tired, you know, and unfortunately, when a person is desperate, they actually just literally don't care. So here's what I've been telling. Here's what I told them that I've been telling everybody um, for the last couple of months is you should not have to. Uh, you should not have to um, have to fly out somewhere to get help from another pastor when you have a pastor that's assigned to you. And who's been assigned by God to guard your soul. And this is what I, this is what I told the person that I told the last couple of people. And I'm going to share with you. Listen to me. Force your pastor to conduct deliverance on you. Don't let them get away with it. 
Listen to what I'm saying. Don't let a, don't let your pastors get away with just telling you, oh, I don't do that. You know, uh, go to go go to another service. Don't let your pastors get away with not helping you cast out your own devils. That's their job. That's their job. It's very easy to cast out a devil. Let me show you how easy it is. Come out, you unclean spirit of, you name the spirit. And then you tell the person uh, to help you in the process, being proactive. And guess what? Even on a bad day, the devil has to come out. Why? Because you don't cast demons out. You and I don't cast demons out. The name of Jesus does. And here's what I want to encourage you. Those of you that are seeking deliverance, you don't have money like that to be traveling to another church. And you don't even know if you're going to get delivered. And you don't know if the man or woman of God is even going to take time to see you. Third of all, let me just share a secret with you um, that many of you might not be aware of. Sometimes your arrival can annoy a pastor, which means if the pastor is tired, wants to go home, and there you are at the at the entrance of the church, looking all broke, struggling, and you're just there talking about, and you can see that the pastor is burnt out. And you're just standing there. Let me just tell you, let me just share with you what they don't want to tell you. There are days where pastors don't want to do your deliverance. They want to go home. And you could be burdening the pastor, which you're like, you know, I, I see you're tired, but I need help. Let me just share a secret with you. That's not fair. That's not fair as well. That's not fair. I know pastors don't like to uh, readily say that. I'm from the Bronx, so I'm just going to tell you. Sometimes the men or women of God want to go home. And they are tired and they're not even anointed to do it that day. And there you are, you seeing they tired and you just there talking about, I don't care that they're tired. You know, uh, let me just tell you something. I have done it. I have done it. I have done it. Let me give you what I have done. I'll just be honest with you because I'm just being honest. Uh, I have had some of my sons and daughters close out the service with the benediction and have everybody close their eyes. And when everybody wake, uh, opens their eyes from the benediction prayer, I'm gone. When they open their eyes, I'm out the door in my car on my way home because that day I just don't want to do deliverance that day. I'm tired. I've done it many times. With any disregard to who came from anywhere, I'm gone. I know when I'm tired and when I don't have it and when I just was like, you know what? Not today. Uh, not today. And people be like, yo, where's pastor? And they'd be like, my staff be like, pastor done walked out the door and went home because he's tired today. And, uh, and we're here. His staff is here. We will help you. Um, y'all not going to kill me. Listen to me. Every deliverance minister in in the history of deliverance is dead. Y'all not going to kill me. Listen to what I'm saying. Name all the deliverance ministers that are still alive. Derek Prince, Wynn Worley, Don Basham, Maxwell White. Where are they? Where are my deliverance predecessors? They are all dead. You want to know who killed them? You did. You did, you did, you did. The people, the people killed the deliverance minister, wore them all out. Y'all not killing me. Y'all not killing me. I'm sorry. I'm going to live long and I'm going to prosper and I'm going to be of old age. I'm not dying like my predecessors. They are all dead. Name one that's still alive. Frank Hammond, dead. Derek Prince, dead. Win Worley, dead. 
Don Basham, dead. Maxwell White, dead. Uh, the list is endless. The, the list is endless. The list was endless, and they all died prematurely. They all died in their early 60s. None of them lived long to die of natural causes. They all got wiped out somewhere. Y'all not killing me, period. Uh, I'm a different type of breed of pasta. Y'all not going to kill me. All right. All right. Now watch this. Now watch this. Now watch this. Make your pastor conduct deliverance or accept deliverance from their staff and get out of your mind. I just want the woman and man of God to do it. No, their staff is just as anointed as the pastor. Force your pastors to conduct deliverance. Don't let them get away with, with the cowering yellow back statements of, well, I don't do that. I'm not anointed for that. Then why are you pastoring if you can't cast out a devil? Why are you pastoring if you cannot cast out a devil? Part of the requirement and the prerequisite of them that believe is in my name, they will cast out devils. If you can't cast out a devil, you should step down, sir. You should step down. You're not a pastor. You're just a teacher of a Bible study. And that's okay. Pastors walk with people through their issues and their mess to produce a miracle out of a destroyed life. If Listen to me. If your pastor can't cast out your devils, run for your life. Run. I would never be in a church where my pastor can't cast out my devils. I don't understand why people attend churches and without regard just literally just say... Oh, my pastor don't do that. What? I'm gone. I'm taking my family and I'm out of there. My pastor is to help me through my struggles. And every struggle is not a counseling session or a principle. Sometimes it's a demon. Sometimes it's a curse. This is what I'm saying. I'm telling you, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit... Why do you attend a church where your pastor cannot cast out your devils? Because in the name of, well, I don't really teach that. You don't need to teach that. Jesus didn't say go into all the world. Did you catch it? And be called to do deliverance. No. He said these signs. Let me tell you something. If your pastor cannot cast out a demon, he's an unbeliever. You want to know why? Because these signs follow them that believe. If they can't cast out a demon in their heart, they don't believe. How you like them apples? How you like them apples? There's no way around it. If they don't cast out demons, they have no faith. They have no faith. Because these signs follow them that believe. So if they don't actively cast out a devil, they don't believe. There's no way around it. What are you doing in a church with an unbelieving, yellow back, disbelieving, distrusting pastor? What are you doing there? Run for your life. Stop tithing and tithe in a church that can really help you change your whole family around. Stop the churchianity. Stop the foolishness. Attend a real church. Attend a real church. All right. Go to a real church that you can really get help or 
Go get medical professional help and take your medication. I'm not against medication. I have medication. I'm not one of those. I believe in doctors. I believe in taking meds. I believe in uh, the medical profession. It's anointed by God. I take medication. I take stuff. When I get a headache, I don't bind the devil. I take a Tylenol. There's no way around that one. <laughs> listen, listen to what I'm saying. All right. I got to go, guys. But... I literally got on the phone and the person was like, I am so sorry, but with all due respect, Pastor, I need help and I'm ready to fly out to your church. And that was not what I was trying to get them to understand. I was trying to get them to understand you called me on a day off where everybody's resting and everyone in my home is about to fall asleep and my, including my children didn't care. And then I finally, I said, then I said, this is what you're going to do. I said, first of all, do you have money? They was like, I don't really got money, but I'll find money like that. And I said, you should not have to. I was like, you should not have to. I was like, you should not have to. I was like, what church do you attend? And this is what I told them. I said, make your pastor, make your pastor conduct deliverance on you. I said, make your pastor, force your pastor, force your pastor to do deliverance on you. And you know what they told me? Oh, my pastor doesn't really believe in that. Then what are you doing there? Because I want to be in a church where the pastor believes in the unadulterated, infallible word of the living God. Hey, listen, I'm out of here, guys, because I think I'm repeating myself and I'm sounding like a broken record. Listen to me. Listen to me. You don't have money like that to be traveling, especially in this Christmas season. Uh, force your pastors. Don't let you, when your pastor says, I don't believe in that. This is what I want you to do. Say pastor, but you're a believer, but pastor, you're my pastor. And these signs will then follow them that believe. Uh, do you believe that you could cast out a demon pastor? If your pastor says no, take your family says, well, pastor, this is the last day that I'm here. I'm taking my family and I'm out of here. Thank you for everything. Uh, but I'm going to find a church where the pastor at least believes in the name of Jesus. See, did you catch what I just said? All right? Don't let your pastors get away with it. And if they act up, tell them Pagani sent you. Tell them Pagani sent you. Send them my way. I guarantee you. If it, Listen, listen, listen. If they're afraid of a demon they can't see, trust me, they're not going to confront me that they can see. All right? Just tell them I sent you. All right? Because it's not fair. It's not fair that you're wearing another pastor out. Talk about... I just flew in and you didn't even call. You just did the woman with the issue of blood. Amen. Do you get your miracle? Get your miracle. Uh, get your miracle. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But some of you members are way too soft. Hello. Some of you members are way too soft, which means don't let your pastor get away with it. You tell him or her, sir. I don't want and I don't have the money to fly out to a deliverance conference. You are my man of God. You are my woman of God. You can experiment on me. Just use the name of Jesus and help me. Help me get free and work at it. All right. Force them. Force them. Pull on their garment. <laughs> what if you never see them doing it? Then you tell them that you would like to be the first. 
That's it. Just sell them pasta. I know I've never seen you do it. You can use me as the experiment. Test, you start with me. Very simple. Just tell your pastor, start with me. Your pastor has to start somewhere. Your church has to start somewhere. Tell the pastor, say, pastor, I know we don't really do that here, but uh, you can start with me, sir. And I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> and get free. And let me tell you a secret. If you fly out to my house, it is not a given that I'm going to even see you. There are some Sundays where people come in from far and I don't even, and that day I didn't even go to church. I had one of my staff preach the message and I was traveling somewhere. That's not fair to you and that's not fair to life. You, you, you can't hold another man or woman of God hostage when they have a church to pastor. You, you can't do that. That's not even fair to them and that's not even fair to other people who been waiting longer than you. To get a breakthrough. And, on, and here's something that I just tell you that most deliverance ministers won't tell you. I don't always get people delivered. There are some days I just don't got it. You take a chance when you come to my house. I'm not always anointed to get there are people that leave my house bound the same way they walked in. Some days I got it. Most of the time I got it. There are some days I don't have it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just don't got it. You know, and I see people leave the same way they walked in. And I tried to tell them, like, uh, you came on your own. I didn't tell you to come. All right, let's go for it. You know what I'm saying? There are days I can't get people free. There are days that I can't get people free. A large percentage of the time, I can't get people free. You know, and they paid a lot of money to come see me. And I'm like, I tell people, if you're going to fly in, Fly in at your own risk because some days I got it, some days I don't have it. Meaning some days I, but I go for it. That's one thing about in our church, we go for it. And we have a large success rate, but there is a large percentage of people leave the same way they, same way, same way that they came in. I don't have it all the time. You want to know why? Because I'm not the deliverer and I don't want nobody idolizing me. All right. I'm human. I'm fallible. And I have days where I'm in the flesh. All right. So you come at my house at your own risk, <laughs> but you don't have to. All right. Force your pastor. Force your pastor. Force your pastor. Hold on to the hem of your pastor. Say, pastor, I know you don't do deliverance, but, you know, hold on to his tie. The man of God says, hold on to the tie. Say, man of God, I love you. I'm your sheep. I'm your spiritual son and daughter. I know you don't do this all the time, but I got it. I think my issue is a demon. Uh, just use the name of Jesus, pastor. And, and, and whatever happened, happened because I trust you. I trust you. Uh, I trust you. All right. How are you going to trust me? I don't even know you. I don't know you. You don't, you know my, you know my Facebook me and my Periscope me. You don't know if I'm mean as heck at my church. You don't know if I got a stank attitude in my house. You just caught up with my videos, but you trust your pastor. You trust your pastor. Your pastor knows you and you know your pastor. You don't know, you don't know me. I could be a complete jerk. You don't know that. I could, you could come to my house and I could completely ignore you and be like, hey, God bless and just keep walking. You don't know. You don't know. Why would you even take a chance like that and fly out to New York 
when you got a pastor. Hold on to your pastor because why? Because you love your pastor and your pastor loves you. And say, man of God, this ain't you, but I, I love you. You're my man of God. You're my woman of God. Uh, and I, if I trust anybody, I trust you. And uh, I would like to go to Pagani's church, but I don't know him. I don't know him, but I know you. And hold on, pull on the man of God. And, and, and when they start going for it, you manifest. <laughs> Which means when they go, even if they're nervous, in the name of Jesus, come out. And they're like this, come out. You manifest. You let it all out. You let it out. You let it out. You let it out so the man of God could go like this. Really? That worked? You let it out. And you get your curse broken and get yourself delivered. <laughs> I'm out of here. God bless you guys. Hey, listen, to all my pastor friends, you know I love you, but you're not going to kill me like my predecessors. No, you know I, I'm going to make them pull on you, pastor. All right? You'll, 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 you'll thank me later for it. You'll thank me later for it. All right? <laughs> All right, you'll thank me later for it, all right? Hey, listen, make a vow right now. Make a vow right now that this coming year, 2019, you're going to stop running around the country to get delivered and to get words. You're going to, let me tell you something, pull on the man of God. You're going to make a vow. Okay, Lord, I'm going to save my money this year coming around, and I'm just going to pull on my pastor. I'm going to pull on him, even if he don't, even if he don't want to pull on the man of God and the hem of the border of his garment. All right. <laughs> Let me pray for you that you'll be bold enough to do it. Father, in Jesus name, I thank you for my viewers and friends and ministry supporters. Father, we are grateful that yesterday we had such a great, uh, such a great uh, time of Thanksgiving with our family and friends and surrounded by those who love us, Lord. And Lord, so we're thankful for you for this Thanksgiving season, Lord. Father, I pray for uh, those that are watching. Father, I ask you, Holy Spirit, I ask you that you would grant them an extra measure of boldness. That they would pull on their man of God and woman of God. And the people that you've assigned uh, to them. The people that you've assigned to them. Uh, so that way, Father, they don't have to spend money that they don't have. And borrow money that they don't have. To fly out to a service that they're not even sure they're even going to get delivered from, Father. It's all a chance, Lord. But Father, you've placed a pastor in their life. You've placed a pastor in their life, Lord. To be a steadfast anchor of the word of God. And an administrator of your spirit, Lord, to help people get free, Lord, and get saved. So, Father, I thank you for these pastors and these men and women of God that that serving you in the vineyard, Father. I'm praying, Lord, that you would grant them boldness to help their people uh, get delivered. Even if they don't know how to conduct deliverance, Lord, remind them that it's very easy just cast the spirit out using your name. Make it easy, Lord. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for the great deliverances that are going to happen 
Father, I thank you that it's going to happen starting tomorrow. For, uh, or rather Sunday, this Sunday. Thank you for it, Father. In Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And amen. Let the church say amen. And amen. Well, God bless you. My name is Alexander Pagani, lead pastor of Amazing Church. Located here uh, in the South Bronx, New York City. A.K.A. He is Risen Tabernacle. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 